My goal is to get better at riding a bike and ride around the whole cul-de-sac three times or maybe more than three times. Welcome to episode 20 of Behaviorally Speaking, a podcast featuring board-certified behavior analyst Angela Nelson and Kristen Bondi. On this episode, our hosts talk about helping kids and teens set SMART goals. They help parents convey the importance of goals, how to set and achieve them, and how to navigate roadblocks. Behaviorally Speaking is brought to you by Will, a Rethink Division, an employer-provided digital well-being solution to support parents and caregivers of children with learning, social, and behavioral challenges. And now, here are your hosts, Angela Nelson and Kristen Bondi. Hello and welcome to our 20th episode of Behaviorally Speaking. I'm one of your hosts, Angela Nelson, board-certified behavior analyst and mother of two. And I'm Kristen Bondi, also a board-certified behavior analyst and mother of three. 20th episode, wow. I know, I know, and it's it's Feels like a milestone. It is, and it's right at the beginning of the year, too, so it's just, it's all all settling in right. Yeah, I know, I can't believe it. it. (laughs) I know. How are how are things going on for you? I heard there was like Good. a tornado where yes, where you live. oh my gosh, let me tell you about this. So I, just, I honestly forgot until right now. So we had a major tornado warning, but it it of course came at six in the morning, and it was before any of our kids were up. So mm-hmm. we were dead asleep, and my husband and I both had our phones on, and they both went off at the same time, and I. I've never heard it on my phone, like what it sounds mm. like. So mm-hmm. I just like jumped up and I'm like, what is happening? Oh. And like, I have like a quick reflex, like, you know, on your phone, you can automatically like hit like the, the silence button really quick. Yeah. So I silenced mine like right away, but he didn't. So he's just like staring at his phone and the old thing's going off. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> so actually I think it might've been 5.30. So, so yeah, there was no going back to sleep after that. So yeah, we, oh. had, we had some weather. Gosh, scary. I yeah. uh, is it that kind of like that sort of that's yes, it sounds like yeah, that's... but it was more like a <laughs> I oh. don't know. I can't even like redo it. <laughs> it's loud. It's wow. Scary. All these uh, sound effects were producing. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds similar to our over here in California. We do that. We have that for fires. So. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. And it goes off on your phone. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I think oh, you have to sign man. up for it. Yeah, oh, I mean, I appreciate wow. knowing, like, I, I'd like to know that it's coming, but I don't know. Can it be, like, more of a peaceful, like, <laughs> you have a tornado warning, <laughs> you know, like, like a real, like, repetitive, I don't know. Don't panic, but yeah, don't you panic. should probably get out of there. <laughs> <Take> yeah. shelter. <laughs> I would really appreciate oh. that. Well, on yeah. that note. That was our weekend. <laughs> Can't really draw a connection to our topic no, and uh, definitely not. severe weather, but I I I'm, I'm, I tried. But uh, today <laughs> we are going to talk about something that makes a lot of sense for the beginning of the year, which is goal setting. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. And a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today, stuff that we talk about all the time with families, but we did draw some really good connections to the Big Life Journal and. If any of our listeners are familiar with that, they have journals and books, and I have the podcast on my phone that I um, listen to with my kids. So we, d- we don't have any connection with the Big Life Journal, but we just, we really like it. So mm-hmm. some good stuff comes from there. Um, but we kind of dove in to why is it important for our kids and teens to set goals? And one of the things too that we noticed in our research is 
that up to 92% of people uh, who have these uh, goals in mind don't actually achieve those. And we were thinking, gosh, mm-hmm. why is that? Um, a big reason is because a lot of times we don't, we haven't really learned how to effectively set those goals and what mechanisms need to be in place to do that efficaciously. So that's what we're here <laughs> to talk about today. Um, so why is it important, right? We, we know there's a couple things that um, in the literature that helps drive us to dive into this. And number one, it's critical for developing a hard work ethic to help you get really kind of more out of life. It teaches responsibility for our behaviors and our learning and setting goals can promote a can-do attitude and growth mindset, which we've definitely talked about before. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's really a good lifelong habit into adulthood. So starting that early can get kids off on the right foot. Um, it helps us develop a sense of achievement and self-efficacy. So again, you know, I can do this. Uh, and then lastly, it offers an opportunity for, for us as parents to provide support and, and even kind of bonding with our kid or our teen in a positive way. So those are just some reasons. We know when, as adults, we often need to know the why behind why we're learning something. So those are some of the reasons why we dive into setting goals and, and learning how to do that. Great, so those are really good reasons. And I think it's always helpful to know, like you said, why do we need to set goals for our kids or help our kids set goals rather. So, so I love that you gave all of those examples as to why. So what we're gonna do today is talk a little bit about how to do that. So like our other podcasts, we would give you some tips and ways to do that. So, so that's what we're gonna do. So uh, the first one, uh, our first tip is to help them set and create an achievable goal. And this is gonna be the biggest part. We'll, we'll spend the mm-hmm. most time here because you really have to set yourself up for success, really with anything in life. But when it comes to setting goals, like Angie had mentioned, well, 92% of people don't really achieve those. So mm-hmm. we'll talk, we'll give you some tips on how you can achieve those goals and how you can set it up so you could achieve it, I should say. So to start out on tip number one, help them create or help them set and create an achievable goal, uh, let's start by asking questions. So I think this is really important so that you're not just saying, oh, here are my goals for you this year. (laughs) You know, you're just giving them some random goals. So you could ask some questions with your child or ask your child some questions so that they can create their own goals. So you could say something like, well, what sort of things have you achieved in the past? Or what is something that might be really important for you this year? Mm, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, definitely kind of kicking, kickstarting it off that way, asking right. those questions. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of piggybacking off of that and kind of going forward here, talking about the purpose and the meaning of setting goals. The reason is because thinking about this might actually help you achieve it, right? So this mm-hmm. is a tool essentially to achieve your goals is having a conversation about the purpose and the meaning of goals in and of themselves. So saying something like, it seems like math is really hard right now. What do you think we can do to help you? Or what can I do to help you as, as your parent to help you meet those goals? So having a conversation about it and talking about, you know, why do we set goals? What's the purpose of them can really get the kind of the wheels turning. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's equally important to know timing. <laughs> so know when you want to talk about goal setting. This one's really important. And when Angie and I were, were researching this and just creating this podcast, we saw this one and we were like, aha, yes. Yeah. Timing. I think time, that's like a life, a life uh, lesson. Timing is always so important. Mm -hmm. And when you're thinking about talking about goal setting with your child, the, it may not be the most uh, timely time to do it if they are complaining about their homework or they're upset about a grade. That might not be the time to say, you know, it'd be really good if we could set a goal to get all A's, <laughs> you know? They're um, going to be like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. May not be the best time to do that. So definitely consider when you're working on goal setting that you are choosing the appropriate time to have this discussion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes in the podcast, we will separate it out by kid tips and teen tips and this time we kind of condensed everything together but i would say um this one really really is both but i'd say heavily lean towards the teen side on this one which is mm -hmm. make sure their goal is their goal and not your goal um, <laughs> yes. you can you know give some ideas and help facilitate um and provide opportunities for them to meet their goals uh and you can have some stake in it too. But at the end of the day, if it's not their goal, they're not motivated, they're not interested in it, they're less likely to achieve it, and it might become a power struggle. We see that a lot with families. I know, Kristen, you, we talk about this a lot. In the work that we do, parents have these ideas sometimes of what they want their kids to do. Maybe it's playing an instrument. And it just becomes mm -hmm. this chore and this fight and this negotiation every time. Might be something to kind of go back to the drawing board with and say, well, whose goal is this? And mm -hmm, what benefits right. are coming from, from us having these sort of dynamics? Yeah, this one's so important. And I do have this conversation a lot with families. And for example, I want my kid to play football and it's like, or soccer. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, how about we, we go backwards and say, you want your child to play a sport? And then, okay, now there's lots to choose from versus narrowing that down into, into a sport. So you know, mm -hmm. if the same thing there, if, it, if your goal is to play an instrument, well, maybe it could be somewhere in the, the realm of instruments or art, <laughs> you know, something that kind of yeah. goes within there so they can choose from something. But I, I love that Definitely. to make sure that it's something they want to do as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then the last one here, and I think probably the most important. So, of course, we want to make sure we're helping them set the goal. Um, but in order to make sure that it is achievable, the goal needs to be considered a SMART goal. So for those of you who have not heard of that acronym, it is uh, it stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So we're gonna go through each of these, just so if you have a goal in mind, so maybe take a second and think about for yourself a goal that you might have in mind, and then we'll help you finesse it a little bit. So the S stands for Specific. So you wanna set goals that are clear and well-defined. So I'll give an example, and then we'll just go through on how we can tweak it a bit so that it becomes a SMART goal. So mm -hmm. one example would be, I will get ready for school on time. Well, that's not gonna be very specific. So instead, we might wanna do something like, I will have completed everything on my morning checklist by 8 a.m. And I chose this one because this is probably the most common discussion I have with families. I will sure say. is. <laughs> sure is. Including my own. <laughs> uh, and then the M stands for measurable. So when you're creating your goal, you want to make sure that you include specific amounts and dates. 
So for this example, we could add in, well, how long are you going to work toward that goal? So we could say, I will have completed everything on my morning checklist by 8 a.m. every day this week. So, so we can definitely add in some time or make sure it's measurable there. Mm -hmm. And then A is going to stand for attainable. So this one's really important. You want to make sure you help your kids. You want to set them up for success. So we want to make sure the goals are realistic and then possible to achieve. So kind of a sidebar to that, but if, if kids start to achieve their goals, then they're going to be more likely to want to continue to set goals. So we really mm -hmm. want to set them up for success. Yeah, so love that one. In, yeah. So in this example, maybe we don't say it has to be done five out of five days. Maybe we say four out of five days. And that could be a, a helpful way to make this one attainable. Or maybe even we know for some families it might be with some sort of prompting level or mm, yes. with a maximum of one reminder, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Good one. And then relevant. So goals should be relevant and important to your children. So this is what Angie was touching on earlier. Um, mm -hmm. In this case, obviously, yes, it's gonna, this is probably gonna be relevant to most kids. So that one, we got an instant yes on that one. Yeah. And then the last one, the T stands for time bound. So you need to have a deadline for your goals, right? So you have to have a time where you're gonna go, how did we do? And if you don't, it's like just, you can't just say like, well, forever. <laughs> You're just going to do that forever. Mm -hmm. So we need to make sure that we have some sort of deadline there. So uh, in this case, maybe two weeks, for example, and then maybe we'll change our criteria. So to round it all out, we would say, I will have completed everything on my morning checklist by 8 a.m., four out of five days for two weeks. So that's a very, very specific goal. And that would meet the criteria for a SMART goal. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking of another example too, something along the lines of completing homework, right? So completing mm -hmm. homework, all of my homework every day after school before playing my video games for one month, something like yeah. that. So mm -hmm. that's another common one that we yeah, hear Yeah, I was going to say, that's the second about. thing I talk about regularly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. SMART yes. goals. It's great. I'm glad we're seeing the word or the acronym SMART goals popping up everywhere. I'm seeing it in books and magazines and articles. And um, it's good to know that it's kind of making its way around. It, it just makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. you're, if you're going right. to create a goal, you might as well go the extra mile and create one that's going to be effective. Mm -hmm. So exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of went over the bullets really of how to create achievable goals. And then we're going to kind of switch gears now. We're going to talk a little bit about how to achieve them, and then we'll end up on barriers in course correction. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually reading a book right now on turning res research into results, and it's uh, <laughs> it's actually very interesting. But um, it talks about this gap analysis, you know, like you have your goal, you have your current performance, and then you have your goal, and you know, what are the things influencing that gap, or what do you need to do? What are the interventions? to get from where you are to where your goal is. And so a couple things that we have for you today, number one, breaking it down. So we sometimes think of this goal ladder concept where some kids need to you know, have their goals broken down into these steps where at the top you have your goal, that's the big goal. And then think of the ladder and the rungs kind of represent the different steps to go up to meet that goal. So. An example might be maybe you have a teen that wants to be more physically active or work on their fitness and they hate it, <laughs> you know, but maybe it's something they 
they realize, you know, I just want to get healthier and I'm tired mm-hmm. going up the stairs. I want to just work on my cardiovascular health or something like that. Um, so they could start out by saying, hey, we're just going to do five minutes of riding your skateboard or five minutes of going for a walk. Hey, I'll go with you. Let's do that. We can walk and talk. And then each ladder rung represents maybe an extra five minutes that you add on there. And so maybe your ultimate goal is to be doing 30 or 45 minutes of um, aerobic activity or at least Mm -hmm. just walking each day. Um, So that might be kind of a good way to create a visual in your mind for how to break it down. I love this. And, you know, I was just thinking about this would be so helpful for the parents who have kids who might struggle with large projects. I just kind of sidebarred Mm -hmm. a bit in my brain, but I'm thinking, you know, I get a lot of families that I talk with who say, well, they've got that science project too, or they've got that book report or that, that, you know, I don't even know, summary of something they've got to write, something, a big project. And this would be a really great way to break that down. So if we said, uh, book report and at the top of your ladder is going to be your book report. That's the, that's the big thing, but we can mm-hmm. break that down into all of the mm-hmm. little parts that go into a book report. So yeah, I love this. Yeah, it's actually a good idea. Um, a nice visual too. So you get mm-hmm. it on a dry erase board or something and you say, right. okay, draft number one is that next rung. What's the date mm-hmm. for that? And then it uh, yes. makes it feel more manageable, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Uh, good. So the next one here, Uh, remind them that you're the partner and you're there to support them. So as we touched on earlier, this is a really great way to to maybe build a connection with your kids Mm -hmm. or your teens and maybe teens in particular, but to say, hey, listen, I'm here to support you. So what do you need from me? Like like Angie said in the beginning, or even saying, well, how can I offer some guidance here? Absolutely. Super, super important. A really good way to come together for a positive reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So along that line of thought, One of the additional strategies for helping kids achieve their goals, kids and teens, is to schedule some check-ins. So Mm -hmm. maybe we've talked about this before, and I know I suggest this with a lot of my families that I consult with, but having a meeting, so having a family meeting, maybe it's a Sunday, Sunday evening meeting or Sunday morning meeting. Hey, how are your goals going? How can I help you? Um, Okay, maybe you're running into some challenges. Maybe we need to revise the goal. Maybe we set it. So it wasn't actually as attainable as we thought, or there's just some components Mm -hmm. of the SMART acronym that we need to tweak a little bit. And I think helping our kids understand it's not giving up or throwing the goal away. It's, hey, we're going to stick with it, but we're not perfect. Sometimes things change or sometimes we learn some things along the way. We want to achieve it. So let's tweak some things to make it work for ourselves. Right. Yeah, I love that. It's it's like we're not thrown in the towel yet. You know, we're going to we can modify this a bit to make sure that we can achieve it. So yeah, it's a, that's a good life lesson. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this should come as no surprise to anybody, but I'm going to mention let's make it visual. <laughs> so I think I mentioned that every podcast, but we definitely want to make sure that we put this up somewhere. You've got to write it out, put it so we can see it. So it's not one of those like out of sight, out of mind things. We want to make sure that you're able to put it somewhere so we can see it. Yeah, I know. I I have this right here in front of me. It's on <laughs> lime green paper. It's my short-term goals and my long-term goals. And I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I never did this of my own volition. It was always, you know, from a, for a class or some sort of project, something that I was asked to do. But I did this myself. And I have a couple. I have two short-term and two long-term that I have. And I've got some room to add some more. And... Kristen, you know, we as a team, we always get together um, 
throughout the year to talk about our goals, our personal and professional goals. And right. so mm-hmm. um, I suggested to our team recently, you know, put it up there on your cork board if you have yes. one or a dry erase board. <laughs> Don't forget about it. Keep it in, you know, in front of you so that you are reminded and can keep working towards it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important. I think that that and that's why we always say visual supports, because it really is true. If something is not in front of you, like you, you might just completely forget about it. So Mm -hmm. and that definitely is for children. Children definitely are going to forget about it if it's not in front of them and they're not being reminded. So that's why I love your the meeting idea, too. So it's like, let's meet about this every week so that we don't get too far down. And then we're like, well, wait a second. We're we're two months in and we actually Mm -hmm. forgot about this goal. So, yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So, so moving on here to talking about the barriers or course correction. So, of course, you know, although we might set our goals to go perfect and we're thinking, yes, they can be achievable, there are going to be certain things that might come into play there and, and maybe that's not happening. So let's talk a little bit about some ways that you can remedy that situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So first and foremost, uh, if your child's feeling discouraged or they're not motivated to continue, maybe for whatever reason they're thinking, oh, this is too hard or I can't do it, uh, you can remind them of, of times when they did it, you know, maybe their their previous successes or, or things that they did well, or maybe another time where they might have been struggling and they actually ended up coming out and achieving it. So maybe like a test or something. It's like, remember last time you really studied and you you buckled down and you got it done? Well, you ended up getting a really good grade or you felt really great afterwards. So you can mention that other goal and say, well, you know, how were you able to achieve that? And how can we, how can we do mm-hmm. that again? Yeah, I love that. That's a nod to the strength-based approach, right? Mm-hmm. So how are you able to do that? Yeah, that's right. great. So this one is kind of similar to that. Um, and we talked about this in the last podcast too. So thinking about how, or reminding your kids and teens about how good it feels when they're done, when mm-hmm. they complete something. I think we were talking about it as it relates to getting something done, right? That was our last topic. Yes, so, yes it was. Yeah, <laughs> following through. So similarly, um, how does it feel? It feels really good to be able to complete or achieve a goal, especially after you've you've put so much time and effort into making it up through all those rungs. So I know we've all been there. We're feeling discouraged. We're feeling unmotivated. But it might be good to go back to basics and just remember the purpose. Remember why we're doing this and just try to channel that, ooh, I know it's going to feel so good when I'm done and I'm almost there. And that might help give kids the oomph that they need to get over that hump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, as you're saying this, I'm looking at my water bottle and it's one of those water bottles that says like, <laughs> it says at the beginning, 8 a.m., let's go. And then it's like, keep going a little more, getting close, you made it. <laughs> so it's kind of like the same the same thing where you could make, your child could put like maybe some inspirational quotes on the rungs as they're going up. So I was yeah. just looking at my water bottle thinking that. Um, oh, it's one of those have- water bottles that yes. like indicates yeah, how like much water you've had? Right. Yeah. Maybe I should have oh. clarified that. My water bottle talks to me, actually. Like... <laughs> I, I, I connected the two points, but I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yes. And I actually have a, a, a similar example to this, uh, to, to thinking about how you'll feel when it's done. Uh, mm-hmm. So kind of a, a parallel to this. Uh, so 
the other day I had this pile of dishes, of course, I'm sure every parent can relate to this, but I had a <laughs> pile of dishes and it, I was off yesterday. And so I, my kids weren't here though, but they were going to be home later. So I was thinking about, hmm, okay, so I have choices here. I could not do the dishes right now and do something else, or I could do the dishes when I don't have three children running around yelling at me. Um, and it's always <laughs> so stressful to do the dishes then. So I just, I actually thought to myself, think about how much less stressed you'll be today at 6.30 when you have these dishes done. <laughs> and I actually mm -hmm. thought through that through in my head. And so it made me think of today's podcast because I just, I guess I just knew that. But I did the dishes and I felt a lot better at 6.30. So <laughs> I think that's a, yeah, I mean, that's a great example of how you can implement this stuff just in daily life. It doesn't have to right. be this big lofty goal of, you know, I'm going to get this promotion at work or right, something right. like that. It's. It could be little things that you can weave into your day that actually make you feel better mm -hmm. and get exactly. stuff done. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then last but not least on here, I think this one's really important, especially when your kids or teens are feeling discouraged, but reminding them of the initial motivation. So going back to the beginning where we're saying, okay, what's important to you? What would be a good goal? What do you want to work on? What do you want to do? So going back to, well, what is that? What was that goal? And why did we even set that in the first place? So kind of seeing things from the, the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have an example of this, actually. I have a parent that I talk with quite frequently and her son is in karate and he is so close to finishing and getting a black belt, which is like a huge accomplishment. Yeah. And he recently, the last few practices, he had been saying, well, I don't want to go anymore. I just don't want to do it. And the mom was trying to say like, you have put in, so going back to what you were saying, you know, you've mm -hmm. put in so much work here. You're so close to the finish line. Like, don't give up now. So, mm -hmm. so I had to talk with her through that on, Hey, let's help him see like, what was the original reason, reason that we started this? You know, why did you, why did you start karate and what was your goal in the beginning? And let's make sure that we finish it and, you know, get it done yeah. last, last month, get it done. Yeah. yeah. I think you bring up a good point. It's, it's easy or I should say it's, it's hard in the moment to remember all of those things and mm -hmm. remember the, the reason and remember how good it feels when you're done, when you're just tired or you've got, you know, you're a little bit older now and you've got homework or other competing things mm -hmm. stacking right. up against your karate class. And in the moment, you're just like, I don't want to go. But that's where parents can really come in to be a good support system to bring up these things and reminders and to help kids, you know, make it through. So, right. Yeah. Yes. Yes, right. definitely. Well, should we do a quick recap through all yeah. our tips? Oh, yeah. So tip number one. So the big tips help them set and create an achievable goal. And you can do that by asking them questions. So help them come up with something that they would like to set as their goal. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so next, in terms of helping them set and create achievable goals, talking about the purpose and the meaning behind setting goals and why we do it. Mm -hmm. So important and equally important, timing. Know when to talk about goal setting. Mm -hmm. Make it. Make sure that that goal that you're talking about is actually your kid's goal or your teen's goal <laughs> and not just yours. Mm -hmm. And then last but not least, create a smart goal. All right. So going in and uh, kind of doing a quick recap of how do we achieve goals? Number one, break it down. Don't forget about that goal ladder concept. 
Mm-hmm. And then remind your kids, and as frequently as you need to, that you are a partner. You're there to support them. Schedule some check-ins, maybe a Sunday meeting, and discuss maybe you need to revise that goal and make it more achievable. Right. And then last but not least, make sure that it is visual. So put it up somewhere so that everybody can see it. Yep. Yes. And then the third one, so talking about the barriers and course corrections. So some ways you can do that. If your child is feeling discouraged or they're not motivated, remind them of their previous successes. So what have they done well in the past or how have they overcome some of these challenges before? Yep. And similarly, thinking about how good it feels when you are done, when you achieve a goal and you complete it after you've put so much time and effort into it. Right. And then last but not least, remind them of why they created the goal in the first place. So if they're not motivated, then talk about, well, what were some of the reasons that you started this goal or you set out, set this out? Uh, what was your initial motivation? Yep. All right. Good stuff. Well, for our last segment, maybe we'll dive into some real talk with real moms. I definitely have been thinking about I feel like you have a lot of these for this. I don't know why. (laughs) I was just envisioning. I was like, I bet you over there, they've got all kinds of goals and visual charts and all sorts of good stuff. Wow, you're just puffing me up, huh? No, I, you know, it's funny. I, I think because of the nature of our job and just the type of clinicians we are, we, Mm -hmm. we think about goals all the time, but it's, it's one thing when it's at work, but you know, it, it definitely takes effort to translate it into your to your own life. And I, I try to do this, but I realize that I don't think I'm doing a great job. I think I need to actually take some of our own advice. Um, <laughs> I'll give you an example. When we were kind of brainstorming and prepping for this podcast, I just wanted to quiz my kids to get a sense of their baseline. Like, where are they with goals? How much do they know about this? I think we talk about it without using the word goal so much. And it's just kind of part of our conversation, but I wanted to just throw it out there. So I asked my kids, I just said, hey guys, I was, oftentimes we do a lot of discussions in the car because I have captive Mm -hmm. attention at that time. Hey guys, what are your goals? (laughs) And you know, some of them were appropriate. Some of them weren't. As you know, I have a six and an eight-year-old. So the eight-year-old was a little bit more on point. The six-year-old was going off track a little bit, but (laughs) um, Lily said, I want to, I want to win my basketball game on Friday. You know, so she's kind of focusing Mm -hmm. on specific things. Um, Rosie said, you know, I'm looking forward to going to the Yellowstone trip. And so that kind of told me that I needed to go back and look a little bit more and help her tighten that up. That's more of a, you know, the way I described it is, yeah, that's our big summer trip. It's so exciting. We're planning it right now. Um, But a goal is really more what we want to achieve, what we want to set for ourselves something that we want to do um, to feel good about ourselves and, you know, that sort of thing. And Mm -hmm. so I did have to kind of talk a little bit about it more. Um, I forgot actually what she said at that point. It was something about like, okay, well, I'm going to have fun at, I'm going to achieve having fun at something. (laughs) On my Yellowstone trip. (laughs) Yeah, about the Yellowstone trip. (laughs) So yeah, but it just prompted a really good discussion about, you know, the fact that goals are important even for younger kids. Right. And they could just be simple. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I did that so I can get a sense of where they are. And I, I want to continue this. And I do think it'll be great for school and for other aspects of their life too. <clears throat> yeah, this makes me think. I, I 
I didn't do that with my kids and I would love to hear what they would say. I mean, I can only imagine what my three-year-old would say. <laughs> if I said, what are, what's a goal for you? You know, what's a, what's a great goal and explained it. So yeah, I, I am going to ask my kids that just so I can see what they say. So I'll be sure to let you know. But um, I have a funny story that's directly, not not so directly related to this, but I think it it's nice. it goes with our podcast nicely. So uh, yesterday I asked my daughter, so she's three, and I asked her if, so. okay, so let me rewind. So they have been really into these gold coins. Do you know like the gold mm-hmm. edible chocolate coins? I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So they discovered them because I think one of, they might have gotten it for, for something, like in their Halloween kit, candy or something. I don't know. So now my kids have really been into these. And I'm thinking like, well, nice. How can I use these to to my advantage here? You know, you guys really (laughs) like these, motivation. Um, So we were, I was talking with my daughter, Keely, about about gold coins. And I said yesterday, I said, hey, you know, I was thinking, because she's three. So we, of course, have trouble with her listening. And so Mm -hmm. I said, hey, I was thinking, what about if you earn those gold coins you guys really want. I can get some from the store. And what about if you earn them for listening? And she looked right at me and she goes, well, what if I earn them for not listening? <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. And I was like, no, I think it would be really good if we earn them for listening. And she just, and she said it again, like, well, I mean, It'd be kind of good to earn them for not listening. <laughs> we went back and forth. I think what and... she's trying to say is, hold on, mom. I have free access to them. They're just in my Halloween candy. And now you're wanting me to work for them. I, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I think she's just like, I would rather not follow the rules. She's, she is definitely my very much strong-willed kid. So if it's if we set rules, she's actually the one that's like, mm, I don't know about that rule. Like, I think I want to do it this way. So it's not surprising at all that she took it that way and was like, actually, how about I get one every time I don't listen? I was like, this is okay. Oh, it reminds me, though, when people ask me, gosh, your kids, you, you're a behavior analyst. You, your kids must yeah. you know, have great behavior. I'm like, it's not, you know, no one's perfect. It's right. always a work in progress. Yeah. And, and I always say this too, like when it's your own children, it's totally different. It's, it's so much easier for me to give advice and guidance and, (laughs) oh yeah, try this. Oh, try this. But then when it's my own child, I'm like, huh, I'm stumped on this one. (laughs) That's when we talk to each other and we're, it's hard to see it. And then you tell your, Mm -hmm. your colleague and they're like, oh, of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So gets the best of us, these smart little kids. I know. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for joining us on our 20th episode of Behaviorally Speaking. Our next episode will be on promoting inclusion. And we have two guests who will be joining us. So we're really excited about that one. And until then, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. You've been listening to Behaviorally Speaking with Angela Nelson and Kristen Bondi. Brought to you by Will, a Rethink Division. Find out more at will.com. You can find past podcast episodes under the Resources tab. We also invite you to subscribe, follow, like, and leave us feedback wherever you listen to podcasts. Your feedback helps us prepare topics and content for future episodes. Until next time, have a great day.